You are listening to TMB DOS. They must be destroyed on sight. Discussions of an adult nature, adult language, and spoilers for the films discussed are most likely. Still on board? Come on in. Enjoy your stay. episode 123 of they must be destroyed on site i'm your host lee this is the tower of murder and it's where i hang out russell joined by my co-hosts daniel some sort of penisaurus i believe harper and my other co-host finally returning paul i'll only stick it in halfway ramali how are you doing guys halfway's all i got (laughs) thankfully i only have the one eye but it sees perfectly well (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we're continuing our sex comedy series we're going to be looking at flesh gordon from 1974 and then the sequel from 1990 flesh gordon meets the cosmic cheerleaders uh but before we do that get into what we've watched in the last little while so i'll throw over to you first there daniel if you have anything you want to mention based on the uh pre-conversation i think this might end up being an interesting little bit um i did see deadpool 2 last weekend Okay. If you like the first one, I think you'll like the second. I liked it quite a bit. It was a lot of fun. I don't really have a lot to say about it. To you know, I mean, I could talk a lot about it in terms of you know, if you want to go, if you want to go deep, we could go deep. But um, there's not very, there's not a lot of depth to this, um, honestly. Um, but it's a lot of fun. It was definitely worth the uh, you know ticket price. Uh, I think the uh, finale, the uh, kind of last uh, kind of kind of fifteen minutes, goes a little bit long. I think it pushes a little bit too hard. It's in some emotional buttons that it doesn't uh, necessarily earn. But then again, the first one kind of does the same thing. But it is uh, it is a hell of a lot of fun. And in a lot of ways, is more true to the comics than the uh, first one. So uh, if you were kind of on board with the first one, I think you'll be on board with the second. And that's cool. all I have to say. And immediately this throw over to Paul because uh, he has something similar he just watched. So there well, you I'm go. Just, I'm not going to go deep. I'm just going to go halfway. Yeah. But uh, the... Uh, I, I locked. I watched the first Deadpool. Uh, it's all right. It was a it was a fun film. Uh, I do like the. I just like Deadpool being a big smartass and and kind of pervert and everything like that. But uh, I thought the film ended a little bit too happy for me. I yeah. did appreciate that at the end where he uh, Colossus was going on his spiel. He just shot you know shot the guy in the head. I was like yeah, that thank you because that's what I would have did. You know, and I was like, you know, just, I was like, just cap the guy the whole time. And he's like, pop, I'm like, yay. The, there like, there, there are some similar it. moments in the sequel, I, you oh, know, nice. without, with no spoilers. There's some, you know, it, it tries to ride that line. Both of these films have to ride the line of both being the $100 million big event, you know, kind of picture that's got a, you know, crowd please and, you know, kind of being darker and grittier than, you know, kind of your yeah. standard figure. So it can't go full, like, super... But you know it can it can do some some pretty it, it goes darker than you might expect it to. Well, that's good. Good. Yeah. I I kind of expected the end to be like, you know, here's that oh that 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 girl that you finally got, and then she gets crushed by like a piece of brick or like so, like something <laughs> like, like come on, you get the girl at the end. That kind of sucks. 
And like, I don't know. It's like, I, you know, he, he like, you know, something would happen where he starts to kiss her and then something happens and basically he's got his head, her head in his hand and that's about it. He's like, ah, fuck. You know, it's something like that. That would make sense. Like, I like that. But they did the classic, uh, he gets the girl at the end, uh, even though he's not the hero. Um, it's all right. It was a good film. There's uh, definitely some parts I thought was good. I I always liked the bar scenes. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I always I always liked the bar scenes. Something about that was always cool to me. Is it because that, you are yourself a hired killer hanging out in a bar? I don't hang out in a bar, but sometimes I go <laughs> to a barn. Mm. So there you go. Not and not so much a hired killer as a voluntary killer. A voluntary. I do this yeah. only on a voluntary basis. Yeah, to help my community. I like the first one, so I definitely want to see the second one. Um, yeah, I think Ryan Reynolds has more than redeemed himself for uh, some of his cinematic atrocities that he's committed. I, 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 I always, I, I actually thought that uh, Amityville Horror was actually a pretty damn good. That movie. I liked. Yeah, despite I don't like remakes, and despite they added a lot of the weird faced girl crap, I actually do thought I actually did think that was a pretty good remake. Um, yeah, the, the scary Japanese-inspired ghosts. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why they tried to do that, but overall I thought it was a pretty good remake. And in the Deadpool, I think uh, Silent Angry Strong Bitch was extremely hot. Oh, yeah, uh, thermonuclear, <laughs> whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah Negasonic, teenage, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, no, no, totally no, no. The, just... no, the Strong Bitch, the Silent Angry Strong Bitch. Oh, the, bitch. The, 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 the villain's uh, oh, um, yeah. girl. Yeah, okay. If Sinead O'Connor would grow some hair, maybe. Yeah, I get, I get that. But uh, Mrs. Angry Strong Bitch was, <laughs> well, was super hot. She, she does, she does have hair and a girlfriend in the sequel. If that's they, a, well, yes, oh. and then some serious strap-on action. Not only, yes. not only a girlfriend, but a Japanese girlfriend. So, oh, okay. Oh, so you could do lots of weird kinky stuff. That's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm on board. I've never seen that, but. Gonna, these, yeah, stuff. I've I've seen some of the YouTube stuff you find and share in private playlists. Oh, so, oh uh, I've never done that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have anything I've watched recently, but I'll I'll just uh, show some purchases here that uh, recently came in the the old mail. Uh, mm-hmm. So I got the uh, DVD Blu Blu Ray uh, combo pack of Twins of Evil. Ah, unfortunately, my region two is Twins of Evil. So ah. Uh, Actually, the the last one in the sort of Karnstein trilogy for Hammer, uh, uh, although it's actually a prequel, go figure. But uh, it's got uh, two uh, two twin sisters who were Playboy playmates, and uh, they do indeed show off the goods in this film. But it's actually pretty good because it's got Peter Cushing as a really pious nutcase religious witch hunter mm-hmm. and vampire killer, and uh, he's actually kind of the villain of the piece yeah. for half the film at the very yeah. least. Yeah, so it's. it's I, I like the fact that he always teeter totters the good bad guy, but he never mm-hmm. really goes full good because he's still a piece of shit. Like mm-hmm. it's one of those kind of things. Who wants a little head? So, and then he got it. She yeah, carry her away. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like it because it's it's late period Hammer, so they're getting more bloody and more overt with their sexual it, yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're getting a little bit more like Scars of Dracula kind of. We're not mm-hmm. holding anything back, which is nice. It's like, no, you gotta, you gotta full on chop off a vampire's head. Mm-hmm. Full on, and it's yeah. gotta look at you all fucked up when you do it. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I noticed I was just looking up the film. It's based on the uh, on the novel Carmilla, yeah, uh, which was the original vampire story, in, in some ways, 
which also has lesbians in it, which is always amazing. But apparently it has very little to do with the uh, with Carmilla. Yeah, they just sort of... Uh, the other two films are a bit more closer. Uh, there's mm-hmm. there's Lust for a Vampire, Lust and then, a there's, vampire. then there's the one with Ingrid Pitt, which is the Vampire Lovers. Vampire Lovers, yeah. yeah. And then Countess Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had me at Ingrid Pitt, so... Yeah, you had, once he says that, it's like, done. I'm sold. She goes full nude in that film, too. Yeah, she... So, uh, two others that just actually showed up today. John Cassavetti's uh, The Killing of a Chinese Bookie, which is mm. his great noir film, neo-noir, basically. Um, basically just about a nightclub owner who, who uh, gets tangled up with the mob and becomes is forced to become a hitman for them and the sort of consequences of that. And I got The American Friend, which is a Dennis Hopper, uh, and it's also got uh, Bruno Ganz of uh, Nosferatu remake fame, and also uh, what the Wings the of bunk- Desire. Wings, uh, well, the one he played Hitler in. Downfall. Uh, Downfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is actually, I was surprised to find this out uh, <laughs> earlier that there's been like you know the the talented Mr. Ripley. There's actually been several movies based on that character over the years, um, and this is one of them. Uh, Dennis based Hopper on actually Hitler. No, uh, no, <laughs> T- talented Mr. Riv- uh, Ripley. Uh, Ripley. Yeah, no, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Dennis Hopper is uh, Ripley in this, and it's it's based on it's loosely based on two of uh, the sort of Ripley uh, stories. So, oh wow, huffing, huffing nice nitrous oxygen. Well, I think all three of those need to go on our list. That's uh... yeah, that's why I bought them. I, I, uh, we're going to be doing horror films after we uh, finish up the uh, sex comedy series. So I bought Twins of Evil, and also. Earlier on, I did a, a video a uh, month ago or so about recent purchases where I had Countess Dracula and Vampire oh, Lovers. I yeah. own those films, yay. Yeah. Uh, I, um, Daniel probably doesn't know, but oh, since I've been on here last time, I've probably acquired a hundred videos. Yeah, you've uh, got a little little uh, <laughs> hundred videos little... and over 200 beers, too. Like, <laughs> you've yeah, got a little... It, I went a little overboard. Mm-hmm. One, the one month it was uh, ape shit month for me, and I kind of went to town. Yeah, so I've definitely watched. Videos. Newly single, are we? No. <laughs> uh, not newly, but uh, good enough. I guess I hit my midlife crisis. I closed out my four hundred one k when ape fucking shit. So there you go. Uh, there you go. Yeah, he's gonna buy a motorcycle next. No, he's unfortunately, gonna... I've uh, I've ran out of money, so I can't. Oh, buy a so you so you can't haul ass to Lollapalooza now. No, no. Uh, people have been trying to talk me into buying a motorcycle, and I was like, "You realize I would look like a complete fucking weirdo on a motorcycle." I mean, I could look like a complete weirdo anyway, but like, I just don't know. I just don't. Is, is I, Lala I like, is, is Palooza even a thing anymore? Lala Palooza, I I don't know. I think it is, but they basically just show reality shows the whole time. They, like, they just, they did, did they just show? Did they just like Lala Palooza is still a thing? Twenty eighteen Lollapalooza Chicago will begin on August second. So I, I bet it has only the top rated bands in the world there. I mean, they're just absolutely probably amazing. it's probably like Burning Man, but all they sell is Nirvana, old Nirvana T shirts that didn't mm-hmm. sell back in the day. <laughs> the Weekend, Bruno Mars, Jack White, Arctic Monkeys, Vampire Weekend. It's got a lot of people. I don't know who the fuck they are. Uh, you you said Bruno Mars. It's going to be shit. Done. That was easy. All, so, so is alternative. Franz Ferdinand, you know. 
is is alternative music officially dead? No, it is dead. Alternative yeah. music has been dead since I stopped paying attention to it around 2002. So yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned in the next couple months for our music podcast. Oh yeah, yeah that's totally something we're gonna do. Only Man, on Patreon. The three, the three of us would have a very interesting music podcast because we have very very different tastes. I don't like anything called music. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely have some uh, additions we can throw. Uh, what I just bought, some additions we can throw into the podcast later for the horror you, and stuff. Yeah, you mentioned uh, you you just got the uh, Lorelai's grass. Lorelai's grass, and I just yeah. watched that, and I thought actually, I was like, this is a really good film. I think we need a good mix of stuff. So like Lorelai's grass, uh, the Hammer, sexy vampire films. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe... bought, I, I bought a plethora of Franco films. Yeah, I was I was also thinking some uh, Jess Jess Franco films uh, get back to that shit. No, so, no, yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. You yeah. have me at plethora, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so we're gonna take a really quick break. Uh, you'll hear a podcast promo. Probably not any music because I only found one track I could get from it, any one of these two fucking films. So that'll you'll hear that at the end. So. Uh, we're we're just going to jump into it, and we'll be back with Flesh Gordon. I hope I have one suggestion. Make sure that you put the uh, the the clip track dildos throughout this whole thing. <laughs> dildos, <laughs> you ungodly warlock! Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at twelve years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at twelve? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. You ungodly warlock. Okay, we're back, and Flesh Gordon, 1974. Gentlemen, we are in big trouble. You've heard about it. You've read about it. Now, finally, you can see it. It will be a dangerous trip, and I don't know what we're likely to encounter out there. 
But someone has got to save the Earth from the treacherous clutches of that evil ray. Sure. Why not? We'll give it a try. Blast off with Flesh Gordon in his cosmic crusade against all evil. Witness the unbelievable, death-defying feats of that most remarkable superhero of them all, Flesh Gordon. Journey with Flesh Gordon through the dangerous outer reaches of intergalactic space as he joins forces with the mysterious Professor and the lovely Dale Arder to save the Earth from the incredible sex ray. It's so strange in here. Flesh, it almost looks alive. Flesh Gordon, the preposterous, be swept away to the dazzling heights of astonishment as you enter worlds unknown. I'm Prince Precious, rightful heir to the throne of Porno. Ah! What is it? A floor! It's opening! Join Flesh Gordon as the crafty Emperor Wang unleashes the forces of interstellar tyranny against him in a hundred mind-boggling adventures. Flesh Gordon. Look! An outrageous parody of yesteryear's superhero. It's the eighth wonder of the world. Oh, boy. Not to be confused with the original Flash Gordon. Directed by Michael Beneveste and Howard Zim. Uh, writer is uh, Michael Beneveste, and it's starring... And most of these people, by the way, are porn actors who actually had fairly long careers even before this film came out. We got Jason Williams as Flesh Gordon, Suzanne Fields as Dale Adore, Joseph Hudgens as Dr. Flexi Jerkoff, William Dennis Hunt as Emperor Wang the Perverted, John Hoyt as Professor Gordon, Candy Samples as Chief Nelly, Meisel Brandy as Prince Precious, Nora Winternick as Amora, Queen of Magic, Lance Larson as the guard for Emperor Wang, Robert V. Green as the voice of the narrator, and Craig T. Nelson, uncredited as the voice of the great god Porno. And we'll go really quick here for a IMDb synopsis from someone called the Rhino. Probably not the Rhino Paul and I know, but uh, who knows. Emperor Wang, the perverted, is leader of the planet Porno and sends his mighty sex ray towards Earth, turning everyone into sex-mad fiends. Only one man can save the Earth, football player Flesh Gordon, along with his girlfriend Dale Adore and Professor Flexi Jerkoff. They are set off towards the source of the sex ray, unaware of the perils that face them. And uh, yeah, that pretty much sums up the basic structure of this, but... uh, Structure in inverted commas. (laughs) (laughs) So, actually, I'll throw over to you first, Paul, since you're returning. Uh, When's the first time you watched this, and what's your sort of general thoughts on it? I didn't watch this one until later. It was, it had to have been like 2007, 2008. It was later when I actually found a copy of it. At first, I I watched Flesh Gordon on uh, DVD. I rented it from my Hollywood movie that sadly closed. Mm-hmm. Because I did a massive buyout when they closed, and then um, I watched part two online. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh shit!" They didn't do that till like fucking twenty years later. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could just tell how bad it was. I was like, "This is almost this is almost Alien in L.A." 
bad. Like that that kind of level. Because <laughs> I remember watching the uh, Kathy Ireland film quite a bit. Okay, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. You're, you're comparing this to the Kathy Ireland, yeah. like one of the worst films even, ever made. Even even the lesser Kathy Ireland uh, <laughs> sex comedy thing, you know, because yeah. the mating well, habits I, it, of the Earthbound Human also exists. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying that the original is that bad. I'm saying the, the part two. I just Wait, what, uh, part, what, what, part wasn't two. It, wasn't it Carmen Electra and mating? That's Richard's, right. It was yeah. Carmen Electra. Excuse me. You're right. You're Jesus right. Yeah. Christ! Thank you. Thank you for calling me out on my ignorance here. You know, I, and I uh, and being, thank you for being just that guy that has to know that thing. Lee, so you went there too. Um, yeah, I feel I, I feel really that's on cool you. knowing knowing <laughs> yeah, that. I bet you really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, it was both films are okay. Uh, obviously, the first one is very far superior. It, I actually saw it when I first watched the first one. The first time I was like, "Wow, this, I'm watching Flash Gordon," except there's tits in it. I was actually it was pretty damn good. Actually, I thought the first one was, and the second one it was Keanu Reeves is just kind of making his way through a fucking weird world, and it's like, oh Jesus, I don't know about this one. Um, however, the Doctor is creepy. The uh, the uh, <laughs> the I, the Igor kind of weird added to the professor kind of a thing. <laughs> My two favorite people in the first film, it was actually the professor jerk off. And mm-hmm. then, and then uh, the actual, the, the porno monster at the end. And I was like, they got a New York Jew to do a, the porno monster. It's great. What a good idea. <laughs> Stop. Look, listen. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's I just want to see your tits. Yeah. I was like, that's the best monster. I was like, I knew it was that. I was like, know that guy's voice i've seen him before <laughs> it's a dead and poltergeist yeah i i, I really want to i really want to see a incredibles flesh gordon combo you know like crossover now yeah. my thing is <laughs> i want to see i want to see a full non-stop incredibles porn however i want it to not be live action uh yeah because i think they have done a live action yeah they did the but the thing is sure. they can't get see that the, the I, I for one and one only reason, Mrs. Incredible's booty is fantastic. May I say it is incredible? I like it, <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, they just can't get that butt right in 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 the real life. I don't know. I just yeah, give me that. Um, but that would be fantastic. Actually, the, when I started watching uh, Flesh Gordon. I actually thought I was watching the wrong film for a second until mm-hmm. I started really getting into it. Because the the scientist that's in it at the beginning, the, the the prominent scientist that talks about his wife at the end and slept with the garbage man, but uh, he is in some of my favorite uh, '70s episodes as far as TV goes, and a few films. He's in Hogan's Heroes. He's in Mash. He's in. I mean, like I can just kind of go on. Cold Jack, I think he's in. He's in a Hammer horror film. Uh, oh, yeah. Like he's yeah he's in a lot of stuff. He was very prominent, especially in Hogan's Heroes. He always played some uh, Nazi general that should remember Clink but doesn't. It's great. Oh. <laughs> it's a uh... well shit. Now I gotta just briefly check here. It's kind of like when you when you start uh, Ge- uh, Young Frankenstein and you see General Burkhalter. You're like, wait a second, I know you. You're from Hogan's Heroes. John Hoyt, try working. There we go. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he was in When Worlds Collide, Attack of the Puppet People, did a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. A lot of TV. Yeah, I didn't even look this guy up. I didn't even, I didn't recognize him, so I didn't check oh, his IMDb. Oh, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, what's up? Actor <laughs> like, movies. Oh, 66 credits. Holy shit. So Flesh Gordon, Panic in the City, 
Young Dillinger. X. Oh, he's an X. Uh, the man with the X-ray eyes. Awesome. Spartacus. Yeah. He was in something called Wetbacks. That's probably a dated film at this point. <laughs> oh, it's in Blackboard Jungle. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Okay. I just made that joke at work. <laughs> It was the first really bad human day. We were working our asses off, and we talked to the one guy, Sergio. I said, we're all wet back today, motherfucker. <laughs> how, did that go, how did that go over? It was great, because apparently the one guy jokes with them all the time, and they were talking, and I just made that joke, and everyone fucking bursted out fucking laughing. And I was like, score. I didn't get my ass kicked. Rock off. Yeah, you didn't even get canceled. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunately, I just kind of know when to slip these things in without getting mad. That's the whole point. That's how you yeah. know when you're joking or an asshole. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll move over to you, Daniel. What are your... Apparently, Roseanne certain... doesn't have that ability. No, she really doesn't. <laughs> uh, so when did you first see this, Dan, and uh, what are your sort of initial thoughts on this one? Actually, this Wetbacks 1956 film looks interesting. I just glitched it up on TCM. Definitely, um, definitely cool. We're checking it out. Yeah, so uh, I saw this. I obviously knew of it, you know, kind of by reputation, but... I uh, really had never seen it until uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, sat down and watched it. Uh, I think uh, it's a film that grows on me. Like the the longer it runs, uh, I think it has a really rough opening, where it's just sort of destructurally. It takes a while to kind of get my interest up. I mean, even though it's got you know kind of the orgy scene on the <laughs> on the plane, you know, and it's got some some stuff like that. I mean, it's just sort of like it just feels cheap and amateurish and just sort of like it just sort of exists. I mean, there's literally a moment where, you know, after they've had the sex ray happening uh, with Flesh and Jerkoff and uh, Dale on the yeah. pod. Where they and have they've literally, double penetration. Literally, double penetration. And then afterwards, she's naked. And the whole point of this film is to put skin on screen. Like, let's not. Right. Let's not, no, no. Obviously, it's called Flash Gordon. And then they frame like they they literally just point the camera at the three of them, and she's behind Flash for like yeah. you know, and you know, it's like you paid her to be naked, and then like you know, like well, obviously, then like she goes they never the doctor for the rest of. The and then she goes, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, which like, I don't know the if the actress just kind of did, just was you know, like that was just the thing she did, which fine by me if that's. Mm-hmm. But it just, it feels like, you know, nobody invented coverage in this there, film. There's, you know? a, like, there's, there's no point well, in the film where the one Asian uh, woman in um, the orgy, every time she gets up, she takes her, her like, veil and makes her cover her butt every time she gets up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm, isn't the point to show the ass? <laughs> <laughs> this movie actually was originally shot as a full-on triple uh, X porno. Mm-hmm. Yep, and a lot of that footage was actually destroyed. Basically, uh, oh, they, I, can it, I, how can I? I'd like to get just that. Yeah, yeah um, this is this is pre uh, behind the green door and pre deep throat and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, uh, it was all. I mean. Basically, the in, this whole industry was like gray market, black market, illegal. It was all like, run by the mafia, unless you were, yeah, yeah. yeah unless <laughs> unless the mafia was making this movie with you, it wasn't going anywhere. Exactly. Uh, so, like all the hardcore sequences were seized by the police in an actual raid, and and the director was actually <laughs> he was forced to view the film in a judge's chambers, and all hor- hardcore material was basically removed. Uh, like they, they, there's still a couple things here and there that slip into the film that they missed, yeah. but for the most part, it, it does feel a little cut up and disjointed in that regard. But yeah, continue, but, but, Daniel. I mean, just just kind of structurally, once you sort of get to the planet porno, and you're sort of 
you get more into the kind of the sci-fi elements in the film, mm-hmm. uh, I start to get much more involved in it. I, it I, takes I, like 33 minutes to get there. It yeah. takes a while. It takes a while. But then, uh, like, I, I agree with the ending. Like, the best part of the film is the actual God porno himself. I mean, Craig T. Nelson. Like, that's fantastic. Like, it's oh. both of these films have these, like, little moments that are actually genius and mm-hmm. then kind of encapsulated in this kind of a ball of just silliness that, you know, you're, you're either going to kind of be on board with or not. And I, and I think, you know, some of the jokes land and some of them don't. And I think that like you can kind of enjoy it while kind of acknowledging that it's shit. Um, and that's going to come back to bite us in the second film for sure. <laughs> that particular uh, comment I just made. No, I, I think uh, overall I like the first film. Um, I really like certain elements of it. I think there's some really kind of problematic stuff in it, but you know, maybe not as much as we might expect there to be. I mean, I'm not going to say I give it a pass, but I'll, I'll let it go. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but I particularly liked the, uh, the, the Great God Porno. Um, I particularly like some of the actresses are a lot of fun and uh, some of the um, some of the gags. I don't know. It's, it, and some of the stop motion. I also like the stop motion. It feels very yeah. Harry Housen-esque. What do you uh, mean it's, it's stuck? <laughs> I first saw this and the sequel. Uh, they actually played on Canadian TV here. Like we had the, we had our versions of, I guess, I guess it's like showcase in the U.S. and Bravo Showtime. and Showtime. Yeah. Um, our, our sort of versions of that. And you've even, even played on the, uh, our sci-fi channel, like our oh. space, the imagination station, which was our version of sci-fi uh, because, you know, they could get away with showing nudity and stuff like that. So this stuff would play at 3 PM in the afternoon in on Saturdays and stuff. Wow. Like that. Yeah. That's, that's impressive. I'm, yeah, sure, so I'm for, sure they like, actually show this TV on like or, what we consider our our Cinemax. I'm pretty sure they probably showed this on Cinemax once or twice. But I yeah. never had it growing up, so I don't I couldn't verify that. But that's yeah. just, it seems like the exact type of film they would show on Cinemax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh I, I knew these from basically my teenage years and my estimation of actually of both of these films has really increased over the years. I always liked them, but I kind of thought, okay, they're kind of silly and cheap and they kind of suck in that regard. But as I grew to actually look into them more and understand the production behind them and all that and understand some of the references, they just became much more enjoyable for me. This first film actually references and kind of homages a lot of the early Flash Gordon serials to almost perfection. It's, it's just, it's the dirty version of that, right? Right, yeah. And a lot of this, once you get over the stumbling block of like the first few minutes where it actually feels like a really bad 60s sci-fi film that's really disjointed and badly written. Both, both of these have a, have a very like dirty Doctor Who element. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and once you get, once this film starts get starts to get going... It's like, holy shit, this is almost indistinguishable from uh, the sort of feel of those sort of serials, except for there's all kinds of tits and ass and, and sex jokes, right? Mm-hmm. And and you mentioned the Harryhausen-like uh, stuff. I would put these effects up against anything Harryhausen did, honestly. Oh, like, no, there's some like, phenomenal stuff, particularly the uh, the one-eyed monsters, the penosauruses there in the Yeah, it's good. It's pretty phenomenal stuff. Also, um, I did, uh, there's one other element I want to bring up, and that is mm-hmm. power pasties, which right, may be put, the funniest thing I've seen up against the, the in CGI and Deadpool. Yeah, that's, where, that's where I put that. <laughs> Well, you could see Deadpool having the power piece. Actually, I think, I think, I think that's actually, 
I think I think Deadpool three. He should he should pull up his shirt and be like power paste this <laughs> motherfucker. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, mentioned the special effects. Uh, a number of up and coming special effects people were involved in this. Like Rick Baker was. Oh yeah. In this, uh, Jim Danforth, Dave Allen, Dennis Muren, and it, apparently they were actually in line for an Oscar at, nomination at some point. Uh, although the Academy. Uh, chose not to give an award that year because so few films actually featured visual effects. Like that was all that sort of disqualified them. Apparently, well, that's what they say anyway. It, it might have been well, more, you know, or, a, or it might have been, or it might have been like, well, they would have won, and we can't put Flesh Gordon. Uh, out we on can't the, do uh, this yeah. on the marquee. <laughs> yeah, do... well, which which just kind of goes to show you that in the early seventies, you know, you really were seeing like there really was this decision point of was you know, this kind of pornography going to be part of mainstream film or not, mm-hmm. you know? And um, really that decision was made with the VHS era and the answer was no. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, Sadly, no. Yeah, no, just... on, on a technical level, I mean, you know, I, I was kind of, I was kind of uh, shitting on it a little bit before just kind of like, uh, you know, I agree on a technical level, there's a lot to really admire in this and particularly on the special effects. Uh, I think for me, the thing that kind of like holds me back is more like the, you know, it's not so much that the humor is juvenile, but that it's kind of juvenile and stale. You know, uh, I you know. will say, calm down. The doctor does some great one-liners, mm-hmm. and uh, guard, come here. Hold, I need help. Hold this. Now hold that. Now hold this. Now hold that. Give me your stuff. I actually laughed my fucking ass off on that. I know it's stale. I knew it was coming, well, but I still laughed my ass off. Well, I, I would argue that. This stuff stacks up to like a lot of the uh, sort of Zucker Brothers uh, parody stuff in the eighties. This is it, it's not quite airplane quality, but yeah. it, it, but you could kind of view it as the airplane of pornography. I mean, it's, surely it, you can't be serious. Well, no. I here's the th- <laughs> I, I, think, I think I think even the even just the line, you know, they're dykes. They're dykes. <laughs> they're dykes. Well, and it's funny too because. It's shown later on that they're totally cool with lesbians. It's just it's just a funny line. It's just there's something in Fle- in Flesh's character where it's like, oh my god, they're dykes. We got to do <laughs> something about this. That was um, the uh, that was the the doctor that said. I think they're dykes. <laughs> yeah. they both say it. I mean, it's yeah, one of the no, uh, Flash is like, oh my god, oh, and he's like, oh, they're dykes. <laughs> you know? But I, it, I remember seeing candy samples, and I was like, oh yeah. It's, I know who you are. Even with the weird accent and the cigar, I totally get tetanus from that bitch. <laughs> yeah, the the middle leg, yeah. But I compared this to like the sort of Zucker Brothers spoof films because those are very much in the same vein where they fire off rapid joke after rapid joke. There's nonstop jokes in this. And, you know, upwards of 25 to 50%, maybe even more, even in those films, tend to not always fire you know, yeah, like yeah. so you you get so I think this kind of holds up pretty well to that. There's just a lot <laughs> of funny stuff in here, like along with the production design and how inventive a lot of this stuff is. I, I like how uh, Flesh just sort of every once in a while he just goes into like extreme fits of rage and starts strangling any motherfuckers in front of him. He's a little uh, bit up on the testosterone. That's all. Yeah, it, that's what it is. Uh, I, I like uh, in the first few minutes there when they. Uh, parachute out of the plane uh oh, dale can't hold it. on so she has to give him a blow job i mean if i mean i was gonna say because i actually didn't watch these films again because i'm noted for that on this podcast. uh never but uh never no but uh 
uh, I, I was going to say the best place. I mean, how, how do you get a parachute scene where the girl just, you just like in his arms and just jumps out. And the next thing you know, he's sucking his dick. However, I'm just going to completely thwart your problems and I'm going to jump out with a little umbrella and I'm going to be fine and I'll parachute to safety. And I was like, yeah. you know what? There's no sucking dick, but still that wins for the best parachute scene. Like it still does. Yeah, we're getting there. Don't jump yeah. the gun now. Yeah, I just like this a lot. Like watching it again this time, I just felt, man, this is way better than it had any fucking right to be. And uh, it, it's kind of neat that it's there. There seemed to be like a divide. It was almost two movies being made at the same time. The porno guys were kind of focusing on the porno, and most of their stuff got cut out. So the effects guys sort of <laughs> came to a head here. And it's interesting that the producers themselves were plagued with so much financial difficulty that many of the crew members went unpaid. So some of them actually held footage hostage until they got paid. Like apparently there was 8,000 feet of film reel that was held hostage until they actually got paid. uh, And then they put it back in. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Well, one thing I can say is the overacting of Wang is amazing. (laughs) I love that. At, well, Wang's yeah. not my favorite character, you know, of of just comic relief and all these things. But honestly, I've watched a lot of shitty, shitty fucking villain films. You know what I mean? From the sixties and seventies and stuff. And if you just change his dialogue a touch, he would fit in any one of those fucking films. Well, he's doing I mean, a. Really, the thing with Wang is he just ejaculates too forcefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, well, just, he has to he's, be overbearingly he's, overbearing. He's just a little bit stiff on screen, right? I, just right. I do like the fact bit, that he came to his wedding in a dress. I was like, oh, I love it. I love you're kind of you're kind of yeah. saying that the, the actor was a real hard on, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was. Let's go back to the only things uh, viewing it in the courtroom. The judge's gavel wasn't the only thing hard in that room. I can tell you that. Oh yeah, yeah. Wang is sort of like a. And I mean, Ming the Merciless is sort of an extension of the Fu Manchu thing. And so you have that here. Yep. But this guy's got like such caked makeup on his face. And oh, he's almost yeah. like a kabuki actor at the same time, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a, a lizard man meets kabuki actor. Because <laughs> it looks <laughs> almost it, scaly. I mean, it does look like a mask. I mean, it looks like mm. he's, you know, like like a, you know, I mean, like a special effects, you know, bit more so than, you know, just makeup. It was, you know, Rick Baker. <laughs> yeah, Rick Baker, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Rick James meets Rick Baker. I mean, you know, there's, there's so, so many great fucking gags in this, like the rape bots and stuff like that. Oh, it's yeah. just... <laughs> yep. Yep. Or at, at the beginning, it was, uh, he has to go by, try to buy this, you know, an audition or something, and then with the, the strap-on monsters, and then mm-hmm. they come out, you know, and then the, the girls with all the strap-ons, and I was like, it's a pegging good time. They're fighting <laughs> the pegasuses, you know? Yeah, I knew. Yeah. I was like, wow, he just punched her in the face. Well, he punched her in the face. Oh, he punched her in the face. Whoa, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess we're all sort of in agreement that we, we like this one quite a bit. Um, oh, I, I, I definitely like it. I think I like, honestly, I, now that's going to be bad. I kind of like this film just as much as I like the original Flash, Flash Gordon. I just about to say much. That's, that's the thing, like, stacking this up with Flash Gordon from, what, 82 or something along those lines when it came out? I mean, that's more bigger budget. The only thing that makes mm-hmm. that film better, to me, you see, the thing is, the queen and the tits, they kind of cancel out for me, because there's a lot of butt in this film that were great, and pussy, and bush. Uh, yep. Well, i got to stop talking. But uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, 
That's the nice thing doing a podcast is stop talking. Oh God. Uh, but the thing is, if this had Brian Blessed in it, it would be a better film. That would be well, probably I mean, the only that's, thing. That's really that's really like any film, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Hey, you got a point. You got a point. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Gordon's alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either either Die! Brian Blessed or Vinnie Jones. One of the Vinnie Jones, one or the other, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking I'm... Gordon's fucking alive. Now, overall, overall, I enjoy, I mean, I like the film. I don't know if I'm going to be uh, revisiting it anytime soon, but uh, I could see it kind of growing on me over the years, and I, I definitely admire it. I, you know, I admire it. I just kind of, I don't know, sort of watching these two back to back and knowing that you kind of came to them as a teenager and you know recommended them highly, uh, Lee. Uh, and this between this and Screwballs and the other uh, Wolnarski films, it's like Lee definitely has a particular sense of humor. In his in his teenage years, and uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's a proper proper growing boy sense of humor. <laughs> that's, uh, I admire. I would I would imagine if I'd seen this when I was fifteen, I would have uh, gotten I would have had very fond memories of it. Let's just leave it. I, I I wish as a growing boy, the local channel in my area showed this every night because uh, lots yeah. of tissues. Been because I mean, at the, at the same time, I was watching like Clash of the Titans and stuff like that, and it was like mm-hmm. so much stuff just ripped from that. That's right in this film's budget for this was four hundred. Like the Great Porno God, it's right from the Clash. Of the, it's a Kraken. Yeah, it's right a Kraken. Thing. Yeah, it is. It's just a Kraken who's a laid-back uh, dude who talks oh. a lot. Oh, man. This is my tower oh. of murder. I hang out here a lot. I hang out here a lot. That's, God, that's... I kind of just want to film just following that. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. What do you do on the normal day? Wow. When they, they shoot him in the asshole. Oh, my ass. Oh, oh those are hemorrhoids. Oh. <laughs> and automatically, it reminded me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh! Oh, took, took care of my hems. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so budget for this was four hundred and seventy thousand, and box office was apparently nine hundred and six thousand. So it did pretty good, considering almost double DVD info for this. There's no Blu-ray yet, but you can get the two thousand three DVD from Hin's Tooth Video, or you can uh, just get this on Amazon. It's on Amazon for rental as well. So uh, nice. And I actually watched it Pornhub. It's on Pornhub. Full version is on there. So uh, I believe well, that. there you go. Yeah. So uh, you know, all you people, y'all, y'all fucking go to Pornhub. I know it. So you, yeah, you have but no not excuse. for the I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pornhub. 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 Is this is this some new site I'm not aware of? I'm. Yeah, yeah. What kinds of what what kinds of videos and, and content might we find it's here? It's basically mm-hmm. now. I might go too wide. It's. It's a hub, basically. Yeah. For so like so like a central spoke. Yeah, a spoke and then, in a giant wheel and, and of porn, I guess. Porn. So so yeah. tell me about this porn thing. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm well, quite, see, um, I don't go for the normal porn. So yeah, you know, I, I just like you know girls in their room that's bored and they, they just shove their feet in their mouths and stuff. But it's on there, and it's, there's <laughs> porn, and it's a hub. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. So, do the performers get paid for this? This the is the some uh, do. So the capitalist. <laughs> the, 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 the real answer is no. The real answer is no. <laughs> some do <laughs> support support, your, support your local porn star people. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Support your local porn porn star. Yeah, yeah. Just find their girl on the street corner, throw her a doll like everyone else does. Although you know, uh, just saying, Sasha Gray probably doesn't need your money at this point. 
Sasha Gray's been retired for like ten years. Yeah. You're, you're, well, you're well out of the mainstream at this point. Yeah, yeah I guess I am. Yeah. Yeah. If um, it doesn't, if it doesn't start with Pornhub like recorded in the bit like doom, doom, ba, boom, ba, doom, boom, that that I don't want to watch it. If it's not a girl at her own house doing it, I don't want to watch it. Fair enough. And now we'll move over to Flash <laughs> Gordon meets the Cosmic Cheerleaders from 1990. If you like science fiction parody, heavenly bodies, and galactic trips beyond Uranus, then you will not want to miss the sequel of the cult classic Flesh Gordon in the hilarious comedy Flesh Gordon meets the Cosmic Cheerleaders. PC Junior has just detected a penile force. Flesh, let me just have a feel. No, he promised me I'd be next. Your penis and my brain will be a marriage made in hell. Then we'll start bombarding the earth with impotence radiation to prepare it for my coming. There is something in the atmosphere that makes it impossible to pop a boner. When I met you in the bowl of love, where I was swirling around. Flesh gone. We were expecting you. Possessor of the Bureau Force must make love to the Queen. I'll only stick it in halfway. And I don't want you licking me if you haven't brushed your feet. Keep your panties on, Rabunda. I don't wear panties, but I will if you agree to help. I love this country adventure. All I have to do is park a cute queen, and I'm a hero. This was directed oh by Howard Zim, written by Howard Zim and Doug Frisbee. And now we have basically an entirely new cast, except for one person. Uh, we have Vince Murdoco, or Mordaco as mm. Flesh Gordon, Robin Kelly as Dale Adore, uh, Tony Travis as Dr. Flexi Jerkoff, William Dennis Hunt returning as the quote-unquote evil presence. He's Wang. Morgan Fox as Rubunda Hooters. Bruce Scott as Master Bader. Maureen Webb as Queen Frigid, Steve Lynn Ray as Babs, Sharon Rowley as Candy Love, Blair Cashino as Sushi, and Melissa Mounds as Bazanga Bomber. And the synopsis for this uh, from someone called Jean-Marc Rocher, spacefaring hero and galactically renowned stud Flesh Gordon is kidnapped by a group of space cheerleaders hoping to use him to save their planet. A being simply known as Evil Presence has been rendering the men of their world impotent, and the women are desperate for some form of relief. Flesh's girlfriend Adore, meanwhile, is following behind to try to keep him out of trouble, but soon finds herself kidnapped by Evil Presence's henchman who has plans of his own. 
Can flesh get the men of this planet standing tall once again? <laughs> well done, Gene Mark. I applaud you. That's pretty good. I like uh, you put the, the anticipation in there. Will he? Can he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, Paul, uh, what are your sort of uh, thoughts on this one? I actually like Aliens from L.A. better than this. <laughs> uh, it's it's a fun film. It's It's got nothing really to add. With sequels, you should have something that adds to the first one or, or, or you know, is that little missing link that makes the first one better or something like that. But with this one, you don't really have it. It's just that it's basically just a parody on a parody. You're parodying Flesh Gordon with this film. And I get it. It's like, it's like Bill and Ted's excellent, bogusly Pornhub journey. It's, <laughs> it just kind of goes through there and you kind of muddle along and the guy's a fucking horrible actor and he's got a weird face and he's punched in the face. Uh, but he's like, it's, I don't know, he just kind of goes through and uh, there's some funny parts. I think the guy who steals the show the whole damn time is the overacting, uh, like, again, professor slash Igor mainstream guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wang is fantastic, but Wang was fantastic in the last one. So yeah. there you go. You never – I was waiting for that unmasking, and you never really get to see the unmasking of Wang. You do at the very do, end. Do you? Because I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. Again, I don't watch um, this fucking thing. Well, for, for the most shows. part, he looks like he's wearing this black hood. He looks like a grand dragon yeah. from the fucking JTK. Yeah. It almost feels like he got he didn't like wearing the makeup in the first one. And uh I'm only gonna wear it for a day. That's it. I'm on board with that too. Like I'm totally behind him there. It's like fuck that, I'm not doing this shit again. I did it twenty years ago, not fucking doing it again. Yeah, he is the meanest, he is the baddest showing up. I don't know. He's just kind of going through, and uh, yeah, he just he's he's doing a great job. For a second there, I thought Queen Frigga was my wife, my ex wife, but she wouldn't cook me dinner, so I know that's not her. Um, but it's a <laughs> it's a pretty goddamn good uh, good film. It's fun. It's a fun little film. I find the uh, the the horny outer space teenagers or whatever they're called more annoying than anything. They don't do anything. They just kind of show up at all the wrong times and harass harass Flash. <laughs> but, uh, like there you are. Oh, let's go meet the turd people. That's fantastic. This is the oh, yeah. This God. film, this film, oh. li- this film literally went to shit. You you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> literally went to shit. You know, so and yeah. maybe maybe now you can kind of get the gist of what I'm saying is why this one's not even close to this as one, good. This one definitely definitely starts to. Uh, you know, stink a little bit if you know what I mean. Like a real big turd got cut at it's, some point. It's, in time. It starts to it starts to swirl the bowl just a little bit. Yeah, just there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need some for a nice. Dust. There's there's a nice big hanging on bit of this <laughs> yeah. film that that yeah. really I think we have to we have to talk about now. And that is even, yeah, there's a, there's even, like a ten minute chunk of this film that is literally. Walking, talking pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even after yeah. you drop the if kids you off haven't, the pool, if you have out. not seen this film, and you think I might be exaggerating, I am not. No. I assure no. you, no. There, there is you. You run into a tribal society of essentially turds. Turd. Uh, not <laughs> no. Turds. They're they're, they're 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 practically they're practically, and I say this with all due respect. They're Africanized turds. That's what they are. They are here. Because they put people, they're cannibals. They put, they put people, people cannibals. in a pot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, or, or, or like Amazonian turds or, you know, that kind of tribal. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very much like our heroes just, have gone are, into are the, just, the heart of darkness. Because basically they're all, they're all white people with just 
turds smeared on their faces. Yeah, I'm not. Don't, I'm not trying. No, don't, I'm don't, just... no, don't 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 mislead people. It's not Kutakinte in there fucking hopping around on one leg dressed as a turd. <laughs> it's uh. I'm trying to. I'm, turds on I, their face. They're, they're they're white guys in turd face. I, I yeah. you know I, I get that you know. Um, it's clearly it's one of the worst things I've seen in a film. It's just it's completely uncomfortable. It's it's absolutely unnecessary. Uh, it's uh, one I it's fucking I just gross is what it it's is. Gross, <laughs> and it's not it's not even gross in sort of a like funny or like subversive way. It's the most. I mean, it's 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 just. <laughs> It's it's ten minutes of the film that I would just cut completely. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the dailies came back on this and they went, "Yes, yeah, like, this oh, is that's, that's And there's money. Long there's long. money behind this. Like mm-hmm. yeah. these are these are fairly like technically impressive costumes. There are a bunch of actors walking around this whole time. They filmed for what looks like at least a couple of days in this toilet bowl <laughs> thing. And you know, and nobody at any point went, "Well, this is a giant piece of shit." No, yeah. you... <laughs> well, actually, I think they film. I, I it might have been to the point where they go, you know, this film is going to be a giant piece of shit, so let's put it in there literally. But so, uh, so... At, le- at least, for God's sakes, they didn't go walking around going. <laughs> I mean, it was like that. If you added that little bit, that to would... it, it would have been like, oh, I'm just so done. Now. That would actually have been more justified. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. I don't know. At, at a certain point, I get that they're going for this sort of 12-year-old who wants to see boobies Fart kind of humor. humor. Like, yeah. I sort of get that. Even if they had just met the two turds that were, like, stuck in the thing and then, like, okay, that could be enough. We get the joke. We didn't need the extended sequence. Yeah. It's it's just... It's so yeah. weird. And it's, you're, you're, you're totally right. There's 10 minutes that could have been cut out of this film because this film runs uh, an it hour. It runs like an hour 41 or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. Like, yeah, you could easily cut 10 minutes out of that film. Like, there are, I, to, to, just to give the film a little credit, there are some turds in there that you see that are more calcium, so they're wider. Shit, that's coming off here. There's a green one. There's a green one. Yeah, those fucking yeah, green so, fuckers. Yeah. That's the downfall of this America. Right? Who, who, <laughs> fuckers. But <laughs> who who's the people who actually who came up who, with this shit? That's us. What? Yeah, who came <laughs> up with this shit? Yeah, I know. We're in a giant female intestinal tract because you know females are hot, I guess, or something like that. And it's like hey, there's shit in there, and people like shit, right? Because I went to Japan once, and <laughs> and you know all this stuff, and we can just put big turds in there. They can talk, and they can try to eat the guys. And I was like, what the fuck it's is so this weird? Shit? It's so what weird. What the fuck? Were that the, were the... scene aside, I like this film overall. Yeah. <laughs> Take that scene out, all right? Like, yeah. like, let's just pretend that scene doesn't exist. Right. Because it's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I like the film overall, actually. Yeah. Um, and I think I actually See? like the bits that Paul doesn't, which is interesting. Because I think this film starts off pretty strong. Because it starts off, it's just sort of flesh is filming a movie that is his own exploits and Mm. so at first you think you're kind of watching the very generic kind of silly over-the-top version and then like oh we're on the back lot and then the cosmic cheerleaders show up and they like kidnap him and stuff and then you kind of get a more like a little bit of a like soft core skinamaxy kind of sequence um, and and it predates skinamax by like you know uh, several years i mean skinamax doesn't really start until 94 diaries 
Yeah, Richie Diaries is like ninety two, ninety three, I think. So yeah, you know, and this, this, and I mean, this and the original Flesh Gordon actually predate the big fad of porno parodies that we see oh, now, yeah, right? yeah. and they yeah. kind of do it way better in most of cases. So. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I wonder you if know, there's like, a they're, they're both ahead of the time. Cream. Huh? I'm sure. I'm sure. If there isn't, there should be. <laughs> Lee, get on that shit. What? What was that again? I didn't hear that. I said if there's a better, there better be a porno parody of Scream called Cream. You know, I bet there is. And if there isn't, you better get on that shit. <laughs> Nova Scotia is very downturn with their money. I'm sure you can find lots of girls that are willing to do for very little. Come on, I probably could. Sadly, I'll no. fund you. I know mob people. <laughs> I buy myself a ghost. Well, I know some Italians, so I'm assuming they're mobsters because all Italian mobsters anyway. So I'll just ask them. We have mobsters, but I don't think they're Italian. That's in much. That's actually in Montreal. There's actually Italian. There, at least there used to be Italian mobsters in Montreal. We don't fuck with those guys. They're hardcore. Those uh, but anyway, back to the film. Um, <laughs> like, let's um, not get this blackballed, Lee. Come on, get to the topic. No, I, I actually like the cheerleaders. I wish we had like spent more time in the high school. Yeah, I was really kind of looking forward to like basically the high school movie that is you know the space flesh Gordon high school comedy thing because hey, we are in the late 80s how about this another thing this film predates Steve Buscemi and 30 rock because Flexi Jerkoff at one point pretends to be he's I'm gonna put on disguise and, and pretend to be a, a teenager in the school and so it's basically the, the initial <laughs> version of greetings fellow kids very <laughs> much. I will. I will say my absolute favorite design element of either of these two films, and possibly my favorite design element I will see in a film today, is that Flexi Jerkoff's lab coat in the sequel has uh, elbow patches. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, like that was a moment I I noticed that I had to pause the film. I was laughing so hard. It was. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was just one of those moments, and it tells being, you that that was the thing that just drove me hysterical. Being the fact that I just watched Salem's Lot and everybody had elbow patches, I noticed that too. <laughs> I like how the uh, this film sort of pays sort sort of nods towards the uh, people with the sort of baby fetish because you have the milk bar there. Oh, oh yeah, I love that. Oh, the girls, oh, one girl's fucking pair of Hooters were fucking fantastic. That was, <laughs> I mean, they were just fucking fantastic. And they were smashing bottles over each other's heads. And the next thing you know, Jerkoff's dressed as a baby. Ben, you're a baby. I'm like, what the fuck is... And another moment where I, I was kind of... I get the thing, but I was going, what the fuck is going on? It was... You get lost in like these moments where you just go, what is actually happening? Really? What? I mean, like, you, well, you, I mean, you survive the turds, but at least there's tits later. And I mean, before the before the... The sequence where they walk into the uh, vagina of the long dead giant Amazonian. Oh yeah, yeah. And and <laughs> where where it's all these all these mountains which are actually just like the Nipples. the grown over uh, tits of these yeah. long dead Amazonians. And there's this weird ball sack penis monster running oh, I'm around. Glad you brought that up. Yeah, it does. It <laughs> does feel like, like a, a little bit a little bit of like divine were a penisaurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it has an attitude. Because Flexi Jerkoff's trying to like reason with it. Like, yeah. let's have peace. Fuck peace. Fuck peace. I'm coming. There's a lot more like swearing in this one because at the end of uh, part one, you have them. As soon as the great porno god says fuck, then then Wang's like, "I'll fuck your fucking planet." <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh, there you go." But then 
I like when they jump into the vagina grass vagina and they're like, Oh, I thought it was supposed to be wet in here. Not one this dead and old. Yeah. <laughs> and then it goes in there. I, well, actually, I, I didn't he, like the, the teenagers sliding down the cum slide and being so happy being covered in cum. That was pretty funny. You've got you've got massive uh, overwhelming bukkake. You've mm-hmm. got the adult baby fetish. You've got tons of pet play. You've got yeah. some some BDSM elements. <laughs> uh, you've got you know ton. I mean, there's there's like crazy like fetish stuff going on. Yeah. In this. Well, and, I do uh, remember you know. seeing like for the first time. Well, one you got know, the first time you really got you know back then like the bitches with strap ons and pegging and stuff like was probably pretty. Oh cool. yeah. Well, but, even uh, in the first one, in the yeah, first in the one, first, you get in the first that. one yeah. you get that, and uh, right when the which also has a there's wrestling. You know, wrestling, yeah, wrestling, erotic wrestling, wrestling, fetish, yeah, yeah. Oil wrestling. But uh, you get a little bit of uh, you get a, the three guards come out. I got the girl. I want the big, tall, blonde giant. I want the one in the beard. Oh yeah. Oh shit's getting real. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. You should appreciate that. Well, I mean, even in the in, even in the first film, the there with the beard. where, where uh, Flesh uh, gets saved by the uh, the gay Robin Hood and his merry men, his yeah. very merry men is like, how can I ever repay you? And basically, he he lays down and and gets sucked off by all of them. <laughs> Apparently, there's both gay and straight sex in the uh, hardcore scenes in the original, which is uh, yeah, interesting, you know? yeah, um, the John well, Holt style. Well, at one point in the in the original one, Dale is basically raped by like this Pam Greer looking chick who's part of the Amazon crew there, where they strap her down to the table and then yeah, she, she sits on face. She, yeah, she sits on Dale's face. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. She's full of muff. <laughs> That's like it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. One of the one of the best scenes in the in either film, really. You know. Oh yeah. One, yeah. one of the one of the scenes that actually uh, you know makes you think, like, yeah, somebody actually knew what they were doing in the filming of that one. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I love the cheerleaders. I love the uh, the United Colors of Benetton casting. You know, because <laughs> you have an Asian girl named Sushi and a black girl um, named uh, Candy Love. Which uh, you, have to, you have to you have to love that. No, I actually like the cheerleaders. <laughs> I wish we spent more time hanging out with them. They were cute, and uh, I don't know. Again, other than the shit scene, I actually like. I, I found this to be an easier watch than the. Oh, first okay. Time, you know, it does um, flow a little bit better. Like it, I, it's, it's not that yeah, disappointed. It's, it's got yeah. it's got it, the first one is a little bit more episodic. You're kind of and, and that kind of fits the original yeah, source material. This doesn't better. this doesn't um, do that. Like it's, it's does, not the serialized. There's there's actually something interesting going on structurally here, and I don't know if we really want to talk about structure of like Flesh Garden too, <laughs> but. It kind of does because Flesh at first is separated from uh, Flexi and Dale, and we have kind of parallel narratives there. And then kind of once they get on the planet, they kind of meet up, and then we end up with another set of parallel narratives because we're following uh, our bad guys mm-hmm. and the evil presence and the and those guys, and we keep getting kind of parallel narratives there. So you're never you're never really bored with anything that's happening because you're ne- never more than like two minutes away from just cutting away to something else. Because they yeah. keep throwing over to something else, yeah. I love the phone call that the evil presence has to his wife. Yeah, you know? nope. yeah. Nope. Can you or put, can you put, put a, like it's those it's those elements that I really wish like you know it's it's so broad so often that when they do have that kind of little character based you know kind of kind of comedy of manners kind of thing. The frigid queen comes back into the room and he goes. Roast beef, okay? It'd be fine for me. He's like, I bitch. <laughs> like the fucking moose. Uh, I, actually, I like that she ends up being a really decent person at the end. You know, how she ends I up kind of helping him out. Uh, and... You know, rocks got off, and then I'm good. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, well, you know. Yeah. All you, all you, you know, all you have to do is fuck uh, Flesh Gordon, apparently. And then, yeah, and then you'll yeah, be yeah. a great person. 
Um, I like how uh, there's actually a reanimator homage in this, where, uh, oh, yeah. where Dale is strapped to the table, and then there's this octopus monster that goes up to the pussy eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is also this is also my technique, by the way. You know, you just just you know strap them down. Well, not even strap them down. You just stick the tongue out and then just kind of gesture. You yeah. Know. See, well, you know, yours is more of a gesture. I like to incapacitate them first, and then no, I yeah, work yeah. on them. Yeah, but it's the same concept. It's but you want to keep different. them still. You don't want to hurt yourself. No, I don't get kicked in the face. No. <laughs> so they, uh, I like how ah, Wayne ah. looks like a cybernetic Lemmy for Motorhead. <laughs> Basically, yeah. when he once he finally takes this thing off, he looks be he doesn't have the pancake makeup on anymore. He just has the the Fu Manchu <laughs> kind of mustache handlebar thing going on. And he's and he's got all these cybernetic things on him now, cybernetic hands, hands, yeah, cybernetic he got legs. Crushed by the god. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of looks like Lemmy. It's it's kind of funny. Yeah, no, I. I, I get that. <laughs> they should have broken the Ace of Spades. It'd be even better. It's there for the turds. Yeah, you know. Yeah. The, the yeah, we can go are, without the know. turds. I can I can take the fucking baby milking. No turds. The baby mm-hmm. milking at least is sort of funny, and at least at least there's it's a delivery system for nudity, you yeah. know. <laughs> Earlier on, there's a sequence where there's like an asteroid field that has like oh, farting, yes. you know, the farting yeah, the asteroids, asteroids, yeah. the I get asteroids with two s's. Yeah. And then you get this little sequence where Dale has to like fire corks into the little asses of each of the asteroids. To, <laughs> and I thought even that was like, all right, I, this is a little bit juvenile, and yeah. by a lot juvenile, but a little bit juvenile even by this film standards. And I thought like once that scene was over, we were kind of done with the uh, with the, the shit humor. And, little uh, did you I know. was very wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not only is there shit humor, like you get to a point where uh, we have this big uh, sort of sort of as the counterpoint to uh, uh, the original Flesh Gordon. You have this big stop motion King Kong who kisses yeah. off the Empire State Building. <laughs> <laughs> so literally from the beginning, this film was cloaked in shit. Yeah, pretty much. But um, yeah, d- despite that, that they one wrote sequence, their own history, my friend. It is really enjoyable. Like, the, like this is. Yeah. They're, they're like, uh, how can we top the original one? Uh, better production, and we'll go for more scatological I would like stuff. to see if he could have done it, because I know Rob Tappert and stuff, his love of naked girls and skeletons with chains. Oh, yeah. I would have liked to see Rob Tappert re- remake this film instead and see what he would have came <laughs> up with, because it would have been going like deadites and fucking titties everywhere and, you know, Sword fights like Clash of the Titans and all this kind of adjacent to the Argonauts, but massive amounts of titties, and he would have got so much lesbian scenes, you would have been sick of lesbians by the end of it. It'd have been fantastic. Wow, well, that would be a lot of lesbian scenes. Yeah, I, I like a to, lot of lesbian scenes. I do, I do, kind of wonder, like you know, you, basically there's like 15 years in between the first one and the second one, <laughs> and so like the third one should have been made right around 2004, mm-hmm. which. I think would have been a really interesting era to see like flesh Gordon three. And then of course the fourth one then would be made like right about now. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this format comes back. I'm I'm half half wondering if it would be porn stars or it'd all be WWF WWE divas. 
instead because they're oh, all yeah. basically yeah. like porn stars. At least so, uh, X ones because uh, China X- there she she did like a Avengers parody before she yeah. died. I, I well, there's a ton I, of. I actually, I actually thought China was hot the whole time, so I'm actually sad she was dead because I'd like to fuck her. But uh, yeah, that's, that's the reason. Point. That's the yeah. reason. We're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that was saying. totally that was totally gonna happen. Yeah, Paul, mm-hmm. I know. except like you know there. Yeah, well, just, I, I know where she's going. She yeah. I just gotta make a trip. I can still fuck her. We're good. Uh, okay, <laughs> enough of that. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, 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 we're gonna leave that. We're gonna leave yeah, that alone. Uh, yeah. Again, let's go back TV. to the turds. More only DVD for this as well. Uh, Hens Tooth video released it in 2009. Uh, budget for this was 1.5 million and box office 1.3. So that's why there hasn't been a third one because no. they didn't make any money. <laughs> none, none, none of the money. Yeah, because they left I, it. I think, for- I think, I think, I think a 2000. I mean, I think basically, if you were going to do this today, you would do it hardcore. You would, you know, yeah, yeah. it would be this ain't Flesh Gordon triple X, whatever. You know? Well, I don't, right. I don't Gordon, know about you know? that because I mean, if you look at when it came out. That's when shit was just going downhill as far as box office go and stuff like well, you that. Know, he, you know here, what I mean? Well, also, here's the thing. Jim Wynarski, this last half of his career has been based around making stuff like this on the cheap. Yeah. yeah. So he could do this. Like he's yeah, gonna, you, you, you couldn't put money into it, really. I mean, but now you could do like some pretty decent CGI on a budget of like $25. You know, I mean, trying to go, know. trying to go back a little bit to one of your first podcasts that I watched. Um, when you guys did Ravenous, Ravenous did not do well at all in the mm-hmm. box offices. In the, I mean, like, and it's a fantastic film. Yeah. But now, if something like that came out, it would be a box office number one. I mean, you get this, the quiet place and the fucking get outs or whatever, and they're all fucking doing great in the box offices. And most of them are probably shit fucking films. So, I mean, like, so I think this is the time where people actually, it sounds so weird because the internet's so available anymore, but I think you might actually be able to make money off this film now instead of. I think that. you could. I think you could. Uh, I think the biggest problem is that they actually did put too much money into this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they didn't have it, to. It, it, Three turd suits. Just if you could just saved. I mean, imagine. I mean, that turd sequence is expensive. Yeah. yeah, that's actually probably where most of their money went. Sadly I mean, you've got you've got to imagine. Like, I mean, you've got the stop motion, which I'm sure the stop motion is a is a big chunk of the film. You know, mm-hmm. uh, film's budget. Uh, All their money went to shit. That that turd sequence is terrible, and it looks really expensive. There's nothing. There's nothing to say. This is this is. It's a well executed technically sequence. You know, that's part of what's disturbing about it. Is there's it a musical really... number in it? Yes. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the musical number. Let's get down and dirty and groove to Smoky Bow and the Constipation. In the bowl of love Well, I was swirling around But now I'm stuck on you Do I? 
I I was literally watching that sequence and then just sort of like, and I, it's just even a strong stomach sort of situation. I have a very strong stomach for this stuff, but I just kind of literally went to the, like, I don't need to watch. I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I just kind of like pulled up my phone. Let's see what Twitter's doing right now. You know, surely, surely there's something that means I don't have to watch walking turds for 20 and You realize there was all kind of, Tweeting turds on Twitter and yeah, yeah. There were, there, and then, then I just had to deal with all the pieces of shit on my Twitter, so it was yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I, I like the first one better just because I think it conceptually kind of works better yeah. as like a really good homage. But uh, part two, just despite that one sequence, is they're kind of shooting for the moon with it, and yeah. they do a good job. So no, they shoot for the <laughs> moon, but they hit Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty well alongside things like Earth Girls Are Easy or, you know, some of the other, like, uh, Doing Time on Planet Earth and that sort of thing. I mean, it fits, like, mm-hmm. thematically. I mean, it's definitely broader than that, you know, but it, it, it fits very nicely into that kind of late 80s sci-fi. This, like, uh, this feels like a trauma film, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally, totally. This would be get the 35-year annual trauma re- mega release mm-hmm. soon, its own box and everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I guess we're done here. So, Daniel, tell people where they can find you on the interwebs. Uh, you can find me. I do a podcast uh, called Wrong with Authority. It's about films about history and the history they're about. Uh, we also do a kind of sub-thread on that podcast uh, called Consider the Reagan, and that is a pun based on a podcast that doesn't exist anymore, probably. Uh, but where we talk about – we do commentaries on films from uh, the presidency of Ronald Reagan. Uh, we just released uh, a diehard commentary, which is really fun. And I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is going to be coming up. I think we had some technical issues <laughs> with that one, but I, th- I think it's done now and that should be released uh, hopefully by the time this is, or at least sometime around that time. So go check that out, wrongwithauthority.blogspot.com. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Daniel Lee Harper. Awesome. Uh, Paul, where can people find you? PA Brew News YouTube, PA Brew News Twitter. Sweet. And you can find us at tmbdos.podbean.com, where you can find our Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Facebook links. Join our Facebook group. Best way to get in touch with us and find out what's coming up. Uh, What is coming up is next weekend, I am fucking working four in a row, so we're not going to be recording. So potentially the weekend after that, probably going to be Carnal Knowledge and Viva Las Vegas and we'll be closing out our sex comedy series and jumping mm-hmm. into horror. So um, look forward to that. And other than that, uh, great to have you back, Paul. Uh, it was thank a lot of fun. You. And uh, again, thank you for joining us, Daniel. Always, or usually. I'm not always here, but I'm usually here. Yeah. We will see you guys out there listening. Thank you very much again for listening. We'll see you guys when we see you guys. Goodbye. Still those. Cheers. <laughs> Dildos! <laughs> <laughs>
you for listening to They Must Be Destroyed on Sight. For more episodes, links to our Apple Podcast site, YouTube, and our Facebook group, as well as other websites and podcasts of similar interest, please visit us at tmbtos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through. Feel free.